You're listening to the Sci Fidelity Podcast, Episode 111 The Force Reboots. Unlike other podcasts produced by Disney, this podcast is R rated. Be warned. Brian, I don't want to spend like a whole lot of time on this because uh, we've covered the Star Wars movies, uh, the older movies to yeah. death. Yes. Uh, but I know <clears throat> that you wanted to talk about um, our uh, updated opinions on rewatching the original trilogy. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if I can remember a lot of the points because it's been a while <laughs> that I wanted to make. Well, I don't. <laughs> I, I figured we probably were going to spend more than two or three minutes on it anyway. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I would love I, to hear any thoughts you had on it. Maybe it'll jog my memory. <laughs> honestly, my viewpoint once upon rewatching it uh, is I I definitely realize again why the original trilogy is much better than the prequel trilogy. It had been I had seen the prequel trilogy much more recently than I had seen the original trilogy. It had been over a decade since I had seen the original trilogy. And I, um, I actually take back my comments about the A New Hope being as bad as uh, Episodes 1 and 2. It's nowhere near as bad. Yes. I was <laughs> wondering where that was, where that was coming from. So. Um, I, just, I just remember thinking, oh, well, I'm not going to get into it. Um, and I, uh, I didn't have as much a problem with the special editions as I remember having with them uh there are definitely some issues there it's far from perfect uh but i had some issues with the non-special edition ones and i feel like for all the things that the special editions fix they also created new issues so i probably have just as many issues with the special editions as i did with the movies before them before they were altered so they're just different issues (laughs) (laughs) so I've, I think I've, I, they equalized, and I feel basically the same way about the special editions as I do about the, the movies before they were altered. If you could sum up what it is that they got right in the classic well, trilogy that is missing in the prequels, I'm curious if you had any... Oh, the characters far- are just better. The, the characters are written better. Like, I give a fuck about Skywalker and Han Solo. Like, I feel like these are actually well-written, well-rounded characters, whereas when you get to... Anakin Skywalker in played by either actor. That's a terrible fucking character. And he's written horribly. Yes. And fucking Palpatine, terrible character. Don't give a shit. Like there are some good characters in the prequel trilogy. Um having trouble coming up with one. <laughs> you know, what we ought to do is welcome everyone to the Siphon Podcast. Should, yeah. I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. Yeah, I figured that wouldn't take as long before we got to the title, but it was being extended. <laughs> I, I felt the dark side of the force flowing through you there when you started yeah, talking happening. about Palpatine. I, I have to admit, I actually enjoy Palpatine in the prequels. I generally agree with you that he's about the rest of the characters being rather luckluster and uninspiring. In what well, sense do you enjoy it? I think he's... An example, I find him to be a nicely evil, enjoyably evil villain played reasonably well, at, like Gary Oldman is able to take a cheap villain and make him interesting. Um, and Palpatine between his master, big, cool plots and the Ian McDarman's portrayal of him is actually reasonably interesting on screen, unlike most of the other characters in those movies. I would say if you were to compare, like original trilogy Palpatine to prequel trilogy Palpatine, 
prequel might win, but I think that more has that has more to do with screen time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like original trilogy Palpatine has maybe ten whole minutes of screen time. <laughs> maybe. So Yeah, maybe. So I'm not saying he's bad in the original trilogy either. I, I liked him there no, too. I'm, but, I'm uh, just saying, yeah, clearly the prequel one wins, but that's because you just get more of him. And so, so you've gotten more time to spend with the character. Yeah. You get, but I would, uh, they used the prequel to fill in backstory on him, but backstory wasn't needed for that character. We didn't, he was fine just being a giant asshole in See, the original. I, well, I actually, it changed how I looked at him because in the, in the uh, classic trilogy, the Emperor Palpatine, Sidious, whatever, he's a master planner. He comes up with these huge plans that, that manipulate everybody. And he's always two or three moves ahead of everybody else around him and stuff. And that was cool. And that made him a really good villain. Uh, and, and thus made the heroes look better by comparison. Cause the better the villain is, the, 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 the better the hero generally looks overcoming him unless they just pull out a sonic screwdriver and wave the problem away. But, um, <laughs> but, in the prequels, we see Palpatine is not just a master planner. He is also a master improviser. His plans keep getting screwed up by the Jedi and Padme over and over again. And he quickly spin doctors that right back on course over and over again in those movies. And I have, and the way he does it, I have to admit, impresses the hell out of me. As far as a villain goes, I'm like, wow, that is one smart cookie. It's not just that he's great at predicting things. He's also great at damage control when his predictions don't work. He doesn't miss a beat. He just, you know, comes, goes, Go straight into plan B, smooth as a cucumber. So, so I will say this because of this podcast and conversations that I've had with people outside of this podcast, I've come as much as I have heard uh, on this podcast how it's become a running gag about origin stories and stuff like that. I've come to recognize that I actually have met other people in my life that actually are, they love backstory. That's, they, they, like, they love episodes of a particular TV series that get into the backstory of certain characters. So I've kind of got this viewpoint where I can absolutely understand. I don't need to know James Bond's back, uh, backstory, but I definitely know a lot of people that if you made a movie that was James Bond's backstory, they would love that movie. I know a ton of people that would be like, this movie didn't need to be made. I don't give a shit about this, but I know a lot of people that actually would love to see yeah. James I, Bond's backstory. Well, so I don't, let me, my last thing okay. I was going to say was, so if you hate backstory, yeah, you're going to hate the prequel trilogy because that's the entirety of what the prequel trilogy is. It's, it's backstory. It's not, that, <laughs> it's not that I'm in the, and I'm just going to put my flag in Patrick's yard here. It's not that I'm I'm totally against backstory. It's not mm -hmm. it. It's just that I don't give a shit about uh, his backstory. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the story we got and... That character in the original, that was fine. We get it. He's a bad dude, really powerful, and Darth Vader is beholden. That's all I need. Patton Oswalt's got a really great joke about this, where he was talking about how uh, George Lucas meeting one of his heroes and how it just bummed him out. Because he met George Lucas, and this was before, this was like right after... Um, episode three came out and he was talking about how yeah i met george lucas uh and this was before the prequels came out and he was talking about how man i love i love star wars man i love your movies they're great they formed like an important part of my life and george lucas was all like oh do do you like darth vader oh man he is awesome i love darth vader well in in the movies coming out you get to meet him as a kid and and Patton Oswalt's response is, I don't give a fuck about that at all. I don't give a shit about Darth Vader as a child. Is he is he like the omen? Is he going to be choking people? Because otherwise, I don't give a shit. I just don't care about Darth Vader as a kid. I don't. Well, I was just this last couple of weeks thinking about what is it I love about franchises? 
And I realized what I love about one of the big things, at least, certainly, it may not be the only thing, but certainly one of them is how you can throw in this new story at some point in the continuity and the new revelations and and ideas in that will cause this ripple effect to cask it can cause if it's the right type of story a cascade of nuance across all the pre-existing stories changing your inflection and changing how you view them and that process fascinates me um i think that's why i tend to be drawn toward film franchises that i you know like fast and the furious and oceans 11 and stuff just because oh well if they're gonna make two or three of them i'm kind of interested to just see how things reverberate between the films um okay so, you should read more comic books i know so, i was actually thinking that as i was saying it <laughs> here's what i have to say to that you're going to be attracted to good storytelling. Yes. And compelling characters. Yes. However, I could not find any compelling element in the prequel Sidious Palpatine character. Well, I mean, he's obviously- a rat the whole way through. Yes, but my point is the new uh, part of my enjoyment of the prequels comes from the fact that they change and alter the way I review the classic trilogy. And I actually find that process kind of fascinating just in of itself, the way things, uh, the, the, the way the prequels shift it. So even if the prequels are terrible stories, if they do something good or interesting with the classic trilogy, they still have some sort of merit in my book. Uh, I fully get that fans aren't going to like the prequels and either I have some serious problems with the prequels as well. Uh, and there are certainly times where I wonder if it was really worth the trouble to, to to make them, but there are good things there, at least for me. Well, I feel like you're you're squeezing the little gems out of a much larger shit sandwich. Yeah, if but the thing is, is I'm constantly going back to franchises again and well, again and again throughout my life. That's what I end up being drawn to. That's what I end up being fascinated by. So it's not just I can't have a bad Star Wars so movie. I am. If, con- if it's actually something like, inherent about franchises. If I, I, if like. I understand yeah, I you, you correctly, like you're saying that the volume of it matters more than the quality of it? The volume of it is a perk, to be sure. It is not the right. only category St- to rate it on, but it is a bon. It, for me, it is a it, it is a bonus. Steve, uh, somebody asked me why well, I liked the X Men movies better than the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies, and I realized it was largely down to there's more of them. Steve, before we go down this rabbit hole, I can just say three words, which will probably sum all of this up. Uh, Doctor Who fan. Uh, clearly quantity sometimes matters more than quality. (laughs) I I, I don't know what to say. I'll just stay very quiet on that point. It's like, (laughs) yeah, because you know, I got episode titles to throw in your face. I I know, I'm saying I'll admit that's true. So, (laughs) so all right, yeah, well, so. Uh, okay, fine. Whatever. Enough of that. Enough you of that get, old bullshit. You gonna get this, this train back on the tracks? Yeah. This is the, <laughs> the reason the people are listening two and a half months after the fact. Uh, let's talk about the new shit. All right. Uh, Brian likes franchises. Well, there's there's a new episode in this franchise. New. Yeah. It's called The Force Awakens. Right. What 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 do you guys think? So it, are we gonna call it by its its actual title, The Force Awakens, or what my and many other people have started calling it, a New Hope Redux? <laughs> Force <laughs> Awakens know, is certainly faster. If you to haven't say. seen the movie, we're gonna talk all about nothing. No holds barred. If you're worried about spoilers, go get wrecked. If, if you're, you're worried, worried about, about spoilers, spoilers, you're clearly one of the people that did not contribute to its two billion dollar growth. <laughs> right. If you're worried about spoilers, you've obviously been living underground. And let me tell you, the World War Three did not actually happen. So you can be relieved oh, my with stars that. Stars the Negro. <laughs> <laughs> it got in the car like it owned it. Oh my god! I don't even know what's going on here. 
Um, <laughs> oh goodness. So yeah. Uh, so uh, okay. So Michael brings up the point. Uh, I just is, wanted to get that right out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's good. Well, I that's think he, good. I, it's a. I, like I said, my big response is, well, Force Awakens is faster to say. <laughs> so given the fact that criticism oh it's more than fair uh the fact that this movie is just a giant fucking rehash of a new hope did that affect you know how you would rate it or uh it's the second biggest thing that bothers me about it is that the plot not the story but the plot is so completely episode four (laughs) i will say this and this is the conversation that i had with a number of people uh I feel like it. I'm gonna wait to see all three of the movies uh, and see where they went. If it turns out that all three of the movies were just facsimiles of earlier Star Wars movies, yeah, fuck it. But if it turns out they were just using the first one as a way to ease people back into Star Wars and say, "Hey, this is not the prequels. We're yeah. actually making it like the original trilogy," then I'm okay with it. Yeah. But the the Episode eight has to be different. <laughs> yeah, I, I would definitely. I'm definitely hoping that episode eight will not be Empire Strikes Back Part Part Empire Strikes Back Park Two. <laughs> wait, 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 Michael, Michael, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't a way to say this isn't the prequels would be to make like a good movie in the Star no, Wars no, universe? I mean, they, wouldn't no, that be but here's sufficient? the thing. Here's the thing. Before we start shitting on, uh, it is a <laughs> it is a good movie. It's just a, it is? it's basically just a remake. Yeah. <laughs> I, that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's just well, no, a good but you're, remake. You're, yeah. But you're saying to distance it from. So what I what I've taken from your uh, you know reviews of having rewatched it is that mm. they aren't the prequels aren't typically good movies. So if you want to say this isn't the prequel, wouldn't you just make a good movie? You don't have to make a, a rehash of a. Existing well, they wanted to make a movie. good Star Wars movie, and I think they tried a little too hard to make a good classic Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah, so. that's basically the point that I was making. I think they were so adamant to prove to people that this one was going to be closer to the original trilogy than what the prequel trilogy was. That they maybe went too far, and yes. I will absolutely agree with that statement. Maybe. Uh, they yeah, maybe, maybe they perhaps went a little too perhaps. far and tried to prove this I is wouldn't. more of the same. Yeah, I'm not no, upset I, though. I like the movie. Yeah, I like it. I can't say it's too far. They went yeah. far enough that we noticed. Mm. They went far enough that we all went, oh, well, I mean, that's pretty on the nose, fellas, the yeah. amount that you pulled <laughs> from four to put into seven. Like, uh, everyone detected it. Yeah. So you weren't yeah. exactly smooth in that respect, but that movie was great. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was so. a really good movie. I did. I just, I my biggest complaint was it leaned a little too heavily. It was basically, if you want to use a direct example, uh, it was, hey, take everything you like in A New Hope and then make it bigger. Like a well, death jar. <laughs> so you, you keep saying that they did it too much or too heavily or this was in excess and all i'm saying is if they keep doing that i'm probably going to be okay if what we get is the quality that we got this time i would prefer that they not make episode eight that empire uh, very empire strikes back ish however i would too but if they do and it's still great I'm going to be like, okay, well, I'll forgive my fucking money. I I would prefer not to have to forgive them. Well, but yes, I will forgive them if it's a good movie. <laughs> I, uh, I will, I, oh, go ahead. I'll let you joke. Well, all right. You guys all seem to really like it. it. The fact that they went as far as they did actually took me out of the movie. I, I, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but, uh, you know, someone asked me, you know, how I would rate it. I, I'd give it like six out of 10. Really, I don't think it's, you know, you know, the best thing since sliced bread by any stretch, because, you know, I'm watching when I watched it and they're like, oh, hey, it's Starkiller base. And I literally I literally like <laughs> did they f- you're telling me they made another one of those fucking things like how, yeah. how many times do you yeah. have to build a giant planet destroying base uh, 
that and have it get blown up by 12 because I fucking counted 12 X-Wing fighters showed up yeah. and blew the shit out of that thing. How many times do you do that and say, you know what? I don't I don't think this is working, guys. Maybe well, maybe we should put our money. To be fair, the, the, the Starkiller tri- works under a very different defense principle than the last two did. So they were <laughs> no, at least trying think, to be very original. The point, Brian, the, Brian the, the point I think he was trying to make was how many times do you try this plan? No matter how many times you change the specific tech technical details before you just say this plan doesn't work. <laughs> Uh, uh, listen, Michael. Um, I know the last time we robbed a bank, it didn't it didn't go well. Okay, but this time, instead of a Lincoln, we're going to use a Chevy Nova to get away, and no, that'll change no, no, everything. No, 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 no. And it's a very important that I make this distinction. You guys are talking about robbing the bank and using a different car. You know what? That's kind of reasonable. What I'm saying is these motherfuckers built a planet, like they built. A uh, fucking actually, planet. if you, you know, look at it, it's pretty they, clear. They, whatever, whatever, they whatever. tunneled they out a planet. They hogged out the, out the center That's of the motherfucking Brian. No, yeah. you know what, do, you, do you know how much that costs? you know how many people that takes? It's not yeah. like something like, you know what? Oh, yeah. Ah, I was bored last week, so I hogged out this fucking thing yeah. that sucks up a sun. No, no, no. That is a monumental investment in resources. Why would you keep doing it? It keeps getting blown the fuck up. I mean, they had they had Star Wars around it the second time, and it still got blown the fuck up. Well, you know what's going to happen in eight. What's going to happen in this eight is there's going to be two of these fucking things, and they're going to fight each other. (laughs) There's going to be there's going to be two of them, and then there's going to be one really long ship like in between them. (laughs) All right, if they're going to do that, at very least, they need to they need to start ripping off transformers and have the shit transform to a giant mega maid or some shit. Suck and be like, well, you know, suck. <laughs> you went from suck to blow. You're gonna have to do something other than, like, I don't, I, whatever. Well, right, so, well, no, so I watched the movie. I saw that. I'm like, seriously, again, yeah. and that kind of took me out of it. Well, and no, so uh, I, you know, I will say this. I will say this to your point, Patrick. I absolutely know where you're coming from because that's basically what happened to me when I watch Avatar on like a much grander scale. Like I'm watching this movie. I know exactly where this is going because they're basically doing this by the numbers. And I'm like, okay, well, this bores me. So I can totally understand why somebody would look at The Force Awakens and be like, okay, I'm bored because I see where this is going. Well, I will, uh, I will I actually will like- say um, the first time I saw it, I was – Pretty much paying attention because I was like, it was all new. Second time I went and saw it, I was literally busy deconstructing Ray and Kylo and their relationship. <laughs> and then there was a big kaboom. And I realized I had zoned out for the entire blow up Starkiller sequence. <laughs> <laughs> That's how boring it was. The third so, time yeah. I watched it, I was aware that I was watching it because I was deliberately <laughs> trying to pay attention to the sequence because I was thinking I probably wasn't coming back to see the movie for quite a while after this. But well, I had to force my attention on the blow up Starkiller plot. I, I, I got to be honest with you by the time you were watching it the third time this was your fault why did you see it the third time because the rest of it is twice because the rest of it is fucking amazing <laughs> it's like okay there's like five minutes of blow up star killer boredom in there okay yeah there's still lots no, of good but there's stuff a whole in this film. sequence around that which is just like oh hey we're rescuing the chip the chick from the you know that star again although she doesn't really need our help because she's more awesome than we are and uh you know okay whatever that's well hey we're hey, doing this we i thought about to... that the second time i was watching the movie and they were everybody's talking about oh well, ray didn't need their help anyway yeah but she had to get off the planet yeah and yes. she didn't have oh, a yeah, way until they got there. i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to go through and highlight all the parallels that we can Fine. We I'm sure there instead, are loads of YouTube videos that do that. <laughs> yes. Unless yeah. it's funny, at which point that's what we're here for. What we should do is talk about the parts we did like that, that uh, like, uh, there was some murdering we? going on. And there was some badass <laughs> characters who moments. Saw, who saw that, but, that but big Steve, death? I brought up my haterade. Sorry, who, go ahead. Who saw that big death come in like... At least ten minutes before it happened. Ooh, ooh, me, me, yeah. me. Uh, well, um, yeah, Harrison Ford had been telegram. asking to be killed off in the next Star Wars movie since Return of the Jedi. So he, when they announced actually, that actually Harrison Empire. Ford was going to be in Episode Seven, I said, "I wonder if they're going to kill him off." I bet actually, they're going to kill him actually, off. Actually, he's been asking for it since Empire. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, but 
Uh, no, I, I saw it telegraphed from basically the minute he stepped off, off of the Millennium Falcon on that planet. Pretty much when Carrie Fisher, I'm sorry, when Princess Leia said, bring back our son. I'm like, oh, well, he's going to die. <laughs> now, the question I have, there's no way that story ends with him would not die. <laughs> did you, but did you like the fact that they killed Han Solo or not? I didn't have a problem with it. No. Yeah. Okay. I do want to say this. I, I want to say this. I historically and maybe famously bitched about not wanting to see older versions of these characters. And I will be the first to admit that Harrison Ford, who was in the movie the most of the three people of the yeah. three main returning. Well, if you don't count C3PO and Chewbacca, um, uh, of the people returning, he was in it the most. I honestly think he did a far superior job than I thought he was going to. Yeah, I will, he was great. I will freely admit I was wrong. Yeah, I was yeah, wrong. Okay. Harrison Ford did a much better job than I was expecting. It, so, it wasn't, an, uh, it wasn't uh, across the board flawless, though, I would say. It wasn't. But it was uh, better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, which is what I was comparing it to in my head. I would say that uh, <laughs> Wow, our Princess Leia... Uh, it wasn't a great performance. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have as big a problem with it. I, I actually, I actually, I've heard some people complain. I didn't actually have a problem with her performance. I actually like, wasn't so much bought, the performance as like the bad plastic surgery. It showed. I couldn't help but notice. I that, had to create I this. Just, well, it was sad, really. I just, I'm sorry. It is I, the I way that, that that she came across that she couldn't move her face. I came up I, with this whole story about her saving some orphans and getting her face blown off, well, like 20 years ago, and that's well, why she has this bad right, plastic that's, surgery. Because okay, that's the only reason Leia would get plastic <laughs> surgery. Uh, guys, uh, we're talking about a franchise where one of the main characters' <laughs> face got fucked up in between movies. Uh, it's not the first time that's happened in the Star Wars movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, it we might be, I might not be too impressed with Mark Hamill having a a whole you know twenty minute sequence in a movie explaining what happened versus Brian just going oh well what happened was she had a horrible industrial accident That's and now she can't move her face. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I ain't guess, nothing wrong with that at all. I guess my issue is unlike Brian. <laughs> I, 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 the reason I didn't Your have a problem cannon. with her face, I didn't come up with a whole backstory because my explanation was it's been 30 years and any number of shit could have happened. And this is just what her face looks like right now. <laughs> I didn't need a reason. I just, it's been 30 well, it, years. It sounds like 30 yours years is the same answer as mine, just a little vaguer. <laughs> we both said sounds something like happened just... to her face. I just was a little more specific and saved sounds some like orphans. Michael's just being lazy in his, my, in his head game. Yeah. My, my explanation is it's been 30 years and people generally look very different after 30 years. <laughs> yes. Well, that, that was a good enough. Not, the actress a, participated yeah, like, in the me off looking guard. different. Yeah. Me too. It caught me off guard because I've seen Carrie Fisher do all these interviews lately, and she seems so much more alive in the interviews yeah. than she did uh, as General Leia, which was a great idea, by the way. But um, yeah, General Leia, I, I actually really liked that idea. I thought that was really cool. Well, um, how how would she not be a general? Fucking Han rescues her from the Death Star, and he's a general. Like next movie, well, it's I mean, she's years. like in charge of the entire resistance. She's well, finally uh, that's kind of how this works. Have you not seen that? Oh, it's no, no, the I'm second you do anything was, good, you I'm get not promoted. saying they had to work really hard to come up with an innovative thing to do with the character. I just liked it. I liked that she I was, was going to say, yeah, dog. I, I, just because it makes sense doesn't make it not cool. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I mean, I'm not saying I don't like it. It was just kind of like it was just kind of like. Well, obviously, she's the general. She's she's well, the only one from the original trilogy that's in this movie. So obviously, she's going to be in charge of well, it. I don't even I, understand. I guess I guess where I can say I liked it is because I had read online a couple people who were saying they were upset because she wasn't a Jedi. And my thing was, I'm perfectly, I can absolutely see Princess Leia as the character she was deciding that she did not want to go down the whole force uh, being a Jedi path and just continue being who she was before that. So it's perfectly I, I, reasonable I was, for them to say, look, 
<laughs> we don't need any more Skywalker Jedis, okay? It doesn't yeah. work out good. I know, but this this is where we get down where I feel like a lot of nerds fall into the you didn't do what I wanted you to do, so this story is shit. And I'm like, no, the story's not shit. It's just not what you would have done. Yeah. And that's not the same thing as it being shit. <laughs> well, I, I, oh, yeah. I, I you, within the new canon, you just uh, Luke says, you want me to train you to be a Jedi? Do I get to keep my honey poo? No, you do not get to keep honey poo. Oh, well then I'm out. I mean that that was probably it right there. Boom, done. You know I don't I don't know that Leia Luke chose that on rule. over being a Jedi. I could totally see that. <laughs> but but that never came up in the time that he was with Ben or you know Obi Wan. And so why would he make that fucking rule? I, uh, uh, he not was like on, Yoda's a, yo, tra- oh, being it, trained it, by Yoda for several we- weeks, if not months. I'm, it seems plausible mm, that Yoda would mention it at some very point. Very important it is. So, no so, penis for you. Yeah. So what I don't since, think that came. I don't think that it comes up. Since you brought that up, I do want to ask a pretty uh, a Star big Wars question that sex. in Force Awakens that uh, everybody's talking about, and I'm curious to hear you guys' opinion on this. Do you believe the numerous theories that Ray is Luke Skywalker's daughter? <laughs> they, given Disney's creativity level, it seems the most obvious course of action. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I would like I, to think that's not the case because it's obvious. But given who's making the movies, I'm expecting that to be what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I hope not. I, I, I'm not happy about it, but I'm. It wouldn't surprise me if that's what came to pass. I, I, I hope would, that it I, I isn't wish, that I way. I wish that wouldn't. Hmm? I hope that it isn't that way. Oh, I, I agree. I, I, I hope the it's story not that to either. be that her parents are dead because now she's a Disney princess, you know, even though she's not a princess. <laughs> and she has to have dead parents because that's how it works when you are in a Disney movie. Or Star Wars movie. Also, also that... <laughs> Luke Skywalker, that, um, Princess Leia, dead parents. Yeah. yeah. But also, <laughs> I, I think that that's going to end up diminishing Luke's legacy for me because he just, because one, it's already kind of diminished because he had one student go ape shit and he's like, well, fuck it. I'm trucking off into the middle of space. But then also if he had a kid and just left her on some shitty desert world, well, what the fuck, man? That's does a that circle lower, of life. Does yes. that lower your opinion yes. of Obi-Wan Kenobi? Because that's absolutely what happened to him. No, Obi-Wan left him with a family. No, but I'm not talking about the Luke. flashback. I'm talking about Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no, Obi Wan. What Obi Wan? Obi Wan was Anakin training and Anakin, and then he went yes. dark. No, well, no, no, no. But Obi Wan didn't give up when Anakin went dark. Obi Wan would have still been well, we a Jedi Knight. But we don't but know the story on that. At, I at grant that time, you, it looks like that now. But I, I suspect that's not the whole story. At yeah. the time, well, let, there let's were more hope. than two Jedi. So <laughs> he, he wasn't. No, it, it just it seems like this thing because I'm watching some other shows and it's just like mm, mm, things are going my way meh, and they just give up. And it was like, wow, is that the new thing where, you know, you hit one bump and you just you just say, fuck it, I'm going to leave because that's that's some childish fucking shit, man. That's, that's, you got this asshole walking around. You need to hunt him down well, and kill if, him. If I Luke had an academy the code with a I whole honest- Go ahead. If, if Luke had an academy with 30 little kids running around learning to be Jedis and Kylo Young came wings. in and killed all the kids, I could see how Luke would say, fuck it, I'm done. I mean, but, 30 dead but, kids but, but lying on the, the ground after but he kills Kylo. Well, I yes, I will do that. It, <laughs> takes, it takes a good guy with a lightsaber to stop a bad guy <laughs> with a lightsaber. I'm not even going to go down that road. All right. You know I'm going to say this. I genuinely that's don't truth, think that's where they're going with it. But I, I honestly sure think I honestly think if he was just going to quit, he would have just gone off the map. But they went out of their way to say he went looking for the original Jedi Temple. I think there's more to it than he just decided, fuck it, I'm done with it. I don't think that was it. I think there was more to it. And think- I think they wisely were just setting up the plot and didn't tell you in this one. Well, they were just fair. saying, you'll get more in the next one. That's fair. But when they predictably, when they predictably make Ray Luke's daughter... Then all of that goes out the fucking window because it's it would be different if he left her someplace nice or with Leia or with a family member and took off. But yeah, he left no, her no. on that shitty desert uh, well, world I, I assume where she's we're scavenging learn. for a quarter portion. Fuck that guy. And did you notice that if you look, if you pay attention to the flashback, he left her with that guy. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> fuck Luke. Whoever left her there, I would assume that we're people. going to learn that Luke thought she was dead. But uh, I mean, that's the I only just, thing that's good. Well, at you know, like, as Patrick no, points no. out. No, no, no. Yeah, no You're yeah. Fucking force sensitive. Force sensitive. You feel your fucking family, and then you uh, go looking for them motherfuckers. Also, fuck that shit. Also, uh, this Anakin would be... ha- couldn't figure out that Leia or that Leia was his daughter. Heck, he say... didn't even figure out Luke was his son until over the Death Star. I will but say, he figured it out, though. <laughs> he, it took him some time, but he figured that shit out. I will say this is just Hollywood yet again making me kind of hate one of my heroes by making him yeah. a did be dad. I'm yes. looking at you, Superman. You know what I'm talking about? At least Luke isn't outside the house creepily <laughs> feeling in with the force. Be like, oh, yeah, eating that dinner with that other motherfucker, huh? Yeah, now I'm going to kill all you motherfuckers. How yeah. many of you guys while watching that last shot was wondering, why is he just staring at Ray? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know why, Patrick, is he going to take see the lightsaber? I want to see that. I want to see the... I want to I see that movie you just described. Oh, Fucking creepy-ass Luke. Yeah. Like, mm, mm. Did we cover... You know what? Did we cover, did we cover everything? He, well, he, like, he like all of them to the zoo. And uh, a new dad is walking around and he trips him with the force. <laughs> Boop. No, no. He just randomly chokes him. Like, he's he'll be eating, like, a hot dog. Or, like, <laughs> hot dog. Perfect. And he'll let it go. So, like, you'll think that he's choking on hot dog and not that there's some force-sensitive asshole who's just, like, <laughs> like stalking him. Oh, so, God. It would be actually, great. Actually, I do have something else I wanted to ask. What was everyone's opinion on Kylo Ren as Bullshit. basically the oh. bad guy? Uh, I like him more each bullshit? time I saw the film. I, I didn't really like him much. I was kind of whatever the first time I saw it. By the third time, I'm like, okay, this could turn into an interesting character with a, you know, I, I, I'll see where they go with it. Somebody brought up an interesting point that I um was actually, it made me more interested in the character. Uh, two things, actually. Somebody brought up, you can't really beat Darth Vader as a bad guy. So one really good way to move forward is to not even fucking try. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's a good point. Yeah. And the second thing that somebody brought up that I thought was interesting was Kylo Ren is actually a lot like prequel Anakin Skywalker. And then when you make that connection, I was like, oh, okay. Actually, if that is what they're doing, then actually I give them points. That's actually kind of cool. Because now you're actually calling back to Anakin Skywalker. The way I you know, saw I've that, seen... the way the way I, I uh, the way I saw that character initially was, my God, he's juvenile and his temper tantrum and his reactions to shit. And then he takes his helmet off, and it's like, oh, that's an odd face. Oh, he's a child. Got it. Mm. Um, I. Well, okay, first of all, I think he's, and this might be part of his character, but he's like, he's trying too hard to be a bad guy. And I don't know if that's him or if that's the director who doesn't know. I think it's both. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I think it's both. Because, like, I, and I, the first time I, I saw it twice, but, you know, the first time I took my niece and the second time, at least (laughs) twice. Every time I went, I took somebody. So, whatever, because they wanted to see it. Anywho, like, I'm trying to say, oh, no, I didn't really want to see it. Anyway, um, (laughs) But like the second time I, I I watched it, I was like, "What is it about him that that bothers me?" And I noticed like when he comes down onto Jakku the first time, like the way he's walking, like he's walking like he's trying to do this big menacing step, like a like like a nine year old would try to be like a monster like in, a, in a thing. Helmet? And I'm like, "Yeah, yes. like why why are you walking like that? Like you, there's nothing wrong with you. You don't need a helmet. You don't need to walk like you're Frankenstein's monster. You're perfectly fine." Why are you doing this? I think that was I, I think that was it. all on purpose. I think that was all trying to say he's trying to emulate Darth Vader. I will say the first thing I but, noticed when he took Darth, off that Darth helmet. Vader never did that though. He Darth did Vader it, glided. but he did he it because like he had actual confidence. Whereas I think Kylo Ren is trying to seem like he. I think he's trying to fake it till he can make it. Yeah. Okay, but you uh, have to admit that if he had shown up acting like Tony Shaloub from Galaxy Quest, uh, <laughs> hey guys, we really need to find the droid and and get the 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 files. Okay, okay, great, bye. He, he would have sucked as a character. 
Well, right, but you don't you don't have to. He could actually like maybe he's not super confident, but he doesn't have to try to overact because at the end of the day he has a lightsaber and the ability to force choke people. But it so, was you a know, performance. That character that was putting of, on a performance. But you don't need to, and that just makes him that makes him dumber as a character to me, which makes him less menacing. Like, it makes him less but menacing, but I thought it point. made him more interesting. You know, you know what made it, him no. less menacing? That I hair. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> like every time he took that helmet off, I was like, "There's no way that hair's in that yeah! helmet." There's oh, no fucking that. way that so, hair is in that helmet. Patrick, <laughs> no, no, that's a force power. Patrick, on its are own. you yeah. saying yeah. we're supposed to be afraid of Kylo Ren? Uh, I think we were supposed to. Yeah, well, he I had I his moments where he displayed his power. But in general, I only saw him as a child who I wasn't really afraid of. Well, right. That's my point. He I mean, had this lots is supposed of, to be- of influence to make bad shit happen, and that can be scary. But it wasn't until he was and no, fighting it, and showed his prowess that he appeared and, to be and scary. You know what? Here, here's the other thing that kind of bothered me, which might just make me an old fogey, but- uh, the yes, fact yes, that will. everybody in charge of the first order was like this these yeah. these emo teens. <laughs> like what the fuck is that? How is uh, that general? Yeah. I wondered if that was an active choice. I, well, like, yeah, I, I, I wonder felt if like our they... perception of that is altered by us having aged twenty years <laughs> since the last yeah, time we I saw one of these I, movies. I won- well, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I no, First because off, Grand Moff Tarkin was an old ass motherfucker. They was like, "Yeah, nope, you're. I could see you being in charge. You fought your way up." Here's this guy. They they were yeah. in like a frat together, okay. and then like this old creepy and, hologram. The main Kylo. leader, the super Nazi, the 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 Adolf Hitler <laughs> of this movie. I yeah. the other times that I've seen Snoke. that guy, that oh, actor. That guy. No, not not Snoke. The 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 Grand Hux. Moff Tarkin of Hux. this one. The Weasley, Hux, right? Hux. Yeah. yeah. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he actually Weasley. wasn't. Was he a Weasley? <laughs> he was. I think yeah. so. I, well, yes. I know him yes. from Ex Machina. I know him oh, okay. from Ex Machina and About Time. Oh, shit. Who's that guy? Yeah. So okay. when I wow, saw him, I'm like, I'm so used to him being like the, you know, the cutesy kind of pathetic guy that you use. And here he is being a super Nazi. <laughs> that took whoa, whoa. me that that took a little bit of time? an adjustment for me. Huh? Michael. Was that the guy from About Time? Yes, that was oh, the guy shit. from About yeah. Time. So you know I'm what? <laughs> that that Hitler shirt he had on completely just wiped that out of my brain. I didn't even realize. It, it took me a minute. I was about forty five minutes into the movie, and I had to force myself from making an audible gasp because I was like, <laughs> "Holy shit! That's the dude from Ex Machina." <laughs> well, I that think is the first. That, I think the First Order is kind of a reflection of Kylo. Kylo desperately wants to be Vader. The First Order desperately wants to be the Galactic Empire. And both of them are trying so hard that they lose credibility. But it doesn't doesn't make sense in in the light of the fact that you had all of these Star Destroyers that they were still operating even after the Emperor died because they didn't kill everybody. And so how is it that these two teeny boppers are going to build up a clone army and then just take over one well, of these fucking clones, things. Like, but yeah. Well, yeah, they're uh, definitely well, not. Well, fine, fair enough, fair enough. No, 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 no they're, they're, they're conscripted children. They're conscripted they children. <laughs> I, I, I will say this. I, uh, my, my biggest beef with um, The Force Awakens was I felt like, and, and this, is, this is where I think backstory would help, I felt like the first order, I didn't know anything about yeah. them, and this movie gave me absolutely nothing. So the whole time, I kept literally asking, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. I mean, say what you want. You didn't know anything about the Galactic Empire when you saw the original Star Wars, but I didn't feel like I was asking the whole time, who the yeah. fuck are these yeah. people, no, you, and where the fuck did they come that from? That is a bit of a weakness of the film. I had to go home, <laughs> look it up on Wikipedia for all the guys who've gone and combed <laughs> through the novels and... And, and the reference books and everything and put together, okay, how does the Resistance relate to the New Republic? How does the yeah. First Order relate to the New Republic? How does the First Order relate to the Empire? And once yeah, I figured it all out, it all makes... Makes... What was the relationship between the Resistance and the, and the Republic? I had no fucking clue. No, no. And this movie made no effort to explain it. No, no. I had to... I, I, I feel that as a weakness of the film that I had to go home and research this stuff to make sense of it all. 
um, and figure out I, why is the resist why is the Republic both have a treaty with the First Order and be funding the Resistance, and why is why does the Republic have nice stuff and the Resistance have crappy stuff, and why what you know put it all together? The main reason because why we're remaking the first movie. The main reason why that information was important to me was. When I was watching it, and they kept mentioning the resistance, but they kept mentioning the Republic as a separate entity, and it just kept reminding me that I had no idea what the relationships were, and it kind of reminded me of... Like the U.S. in Afghanistan and having no fucking idea who the connections were between all these people and how, like, it just felt like just a a mess. And I'm like, I can't figure out what any of this is. But you know what? It looks pretty, so I'll just look at the pretty lights. These are clearly the good guys. I had no fucking idea who anybody was and what. I just, it, that was, that was the one big issue I had with the movie. Other than that, I didn't really have any big issues. I, uh, I didn't mind doing the homework that much, but it, it did bug me. My biggest issue was the coincidence of Luke's map and the Millennium Falcon <laughs> and Han Solo all being in the Jakku system at the same time. And apparently, pretty explicitly, all for completely different reasons that were unrelated. It, they just all it's happened. It's the Force, baby! I guess so, yeah. That's, that's, that's not that's how well, the Force works. Actually, actually, <laughs> actually, there was a second issue that I forgot about until you mentioned it. But apparently R2-D2 had the whole map the whole fucking time. No, no, he, he only had part He of just the had it the whole fucking time. No, he, it I, doesn't matter, Brian. Fucking R2-D2 is just going to magically sit there and go asleep until... Until... yeah. yeah. What, what, did we blow up another Death Star? Was that in his program? Sensitive droid. Look it up. I actually got into an argument with someone related to that because my argument was always if it was an R2-D2 the whole time, you don't think they would have fucking hacked into that damn droid to figure out whether or not he had the map? And somebody was like, why would they do that? He's R2-D2 and I'm like, yeah, he's still just a fucking droid. Look, I love R2-D2 but if you're looking for Luke Skywalker and you suspect R2-D2 has the map, you're not going to not hack him because you love R2-D2. No, you're going to crack open that goddamn machine like look in the end he's a fucking iPad. wow see <laughs> this is why michael is the sure reason if Leia... why we can't have artificially intelligent uh robots right because the second that he needs something he's like it's a fucking machine i don't give a shit i'm just gonna rape your brain hey, yeah, wait, I, uh, i'm entirely Star- sure that Star- Leia is, is uh, that general leia is as ruthless as you claim her to be so when it comes to droids, uh, you could make R2 the argument to, for it. Uh, I'm not saying I have definitive proof that you're wrong, I, but I it would say feels a little Wars weird movie, to me. I would say the Star Wars movies have prone, proven that most people generally don't care that well, much about droids. We're not talking droids. about most people. No, we're talking I, about I, Leia. I, when did Leia show that she didn't give a shit about oh, droids? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, to, to both your points, Brian, uh, Leia's a bad motherfucker. I don't doubt that she would. I don't, th- I don't doubt that she would slit a baby's throat and drink the blood if that's what was needed. Shit, yeah. And as for we're, we're, uh, we're talking about Michael. the woman who literally watched her parents and everyone she ever knew die right in front of her. That's oh, it. Yeah. That her soul died at that moment. <laughs> that was the day Fuck, that Leia I, changed. I want to be clear. <laughs> Alderaan is a Horcrux. <laughs> 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 Actually, I was just pointing out to a friend of mine the other day that Leia didn't change, but <laughs> she's exactly the well, same character before and afterwards. Leia has yeah. no character arc whatsoever except for yeah, gradually sure. warming Whatever up to say. Han. But <laughs> I'm called a character saying. arc where I'm from. Anywho, and as for <laughs> and as for Michael, no, I don't doubt that everybody in the Star Wars universe is doing what you say. What I'm saying is that's why we should never make artificial intelligence because when we make it, it'll be stronger than us and they'll get sick of our shit. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. If I remember in the old uh, Star Wars uh, canon before they kind of threw it out, wasn't there a, uh, wasn't there a robot rebellion? (laughs) I'm sure there was at some point They've done almost every sci-fi cliche somewhere in the EU. So even time travel once or twice, but well, there's many, many, many more things that I'd love to talk about, but, uh, we're definitely running short on time. Like I didn't even get a chance to talk about Finn or BB eight or, uh, but there, I I could clearly talk about this movie for several more hours. So (laughs) (laughs) I, at some point I gotta, I gotta cut it off. I will say I fairly enjoyed Finn. I think Finn was my, probably my favorite new character in in, in Star Wars in a very long time. (laughs) 
but that, that's yeah, cool. no. I, my favorite aspect of the film was the characters. Uh, I also liked the fact that there was a sort of a meditation on the good and bad aspects of empathy throughout the whole thing, as far as something slightly deeper than just explosions and chases. Uh, that that gave it a slightly more, a, a bit more, a bit of subtext to it. Not a lot, but enough to get, hang your hat on anyway. Well, true enough. I felt it was. Uh, it looked good. It was paced well, and it was exciting. That's all I really really wanted they delivered true enough patrick any final thoughts i have final thoughts if this was the first star wars movie i had ever seen then i would have ranked it much higher but since uh the fact that i had seen all of this before it kind of it kind of pulled me out of it so so we'll hope that the next one has some something original in it I, I liken it to this was the analogy I was going to make earlier and then I forgot. I liken it to uh, a boxing movie because every boxing movie is exactly the same. Uh, yeah. I was watching this movie and I was like, I feel like I'm watching a Star Wars boxing movie. This feels so similar. I I still enjoy most boxing movies that I've seen, but they are generally all basically the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, so. without a proper segue <laughs> of any sort. <laughs> I will just tell you to go to our website. It's scifishow.net. From there, you can click on uh, all of the little subscribe doodads and bebops and get to all of our social media presences. And it would do us um, it would do us great if you did uh, a little bit of sharing on your social media feed or tell someone you know about the show. Thank you for downloading listening, and subscribing to the Sci-Fidelity Podcast. Until next time, I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. The Force is with us. That was weak. <laughs> the Force is weak with this one. Let the hater raid flow through you. <laughs> <laughs>